You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. Today, writer-director Richard Maltby Jr., who gave us such noteworthy shows as Starting Here, Starting Now, Baby, and the multi-award-winning Fat Swaller tribute, Ain't Misbehavin'. Malpy has written songs with his longtime collaborator, David Shire, for close to 60 years. This program originally aired in 1985. This is Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. Today, a look at the career of Richard Maltby Jr., whose talents as a lyricist and director have been amply demonstrated in the musicals Starting Here, Starting Now, Ain't Misbehaving, and Baby. Here's the opening number from Baby. We start today. sing while I was mowing the lawn and makeup and all sorts of, of things, but I, I never wanted to be a lyricist or a songwriter. I wanted to be a set designer. I had a puppet theater, uh-huh. and the puppets didn't do anything. They sort of dangled in the middle of the stage, but <laughs> the scenery moved like crazy. started writing because the ideas for the shows were in my head and the only way for them to get on paper was for me to write them down because I didn't know anyone else who had any kind of ideas like that so then I started writing the show to go with my scenery and (laughs) then I started writing the lyrics to go with the show to go with the scenery maybe sometimes I make you wait 
my folks struck out then at eight. God, I want this kid for you. Dr. Nick will see us through. What a journey, what a ride. All it takes is relaxation. I am so relaxed. Well, then, okay. We start today. Richard Maltby Jr. began writing songs with composer David Shire while they were both at Yale. Autumn, a number they wrote for a musical version of Cyrano de Bergerac, was the first real song they wrote together. It was also a major turning point in our creative relationship, too, because I, I was always sort of sitting over him saying, well, why doesn't it do that? Why doesn't it do that? Couldn't that note go up? Why does it go to a climax there? Couldn't it go higher? You know, why don't you hold that note? And he would get angrier and angrier. And we did four or five different versions of this song that was going to be for Roxanne and the convent at the beginning of the, the last act. And after I'd driven him crazy, David came in and he played a song. And he just played it complete. He's sort of like, so there. This one you will not be able to criticize. And... It was wonderful. It was autumn, and it was on a different level than anything he had written before then. Mm-hmm. And I completely blew him away by saying, well, that's wonderful. Autumn, it feels like autumn, although the breeze is still. I feel the chill of autumn. Oh, yes, it's autumn. It's always autumn. However green the hill, to me it still is
Autumn was later recorded by Barbara Streisand, as was the Maltby Shire song, Starting Here, Starting Now. David Shire helped Streisand discover the song accidentally when he was working as a rehearsal pianist for Funny Girl. It was a wonderful accident, except that, of course, it wasn't an accident at all. David came in and placed it there every day until she finally... <laughs> he knew that if he placed... He, he knew that much about Barbara that if you um, said, Barbara, would you li like to listen to the song, you'd get nowhere. But if you put it sort of out there and just sort of leave it there until finally she says, oh, what's that? And he says, oh, well, something I put around. Oh, can I hear it? No, well, you wouldn't. Know it. Oh, come on, can I hear it? Can I? And then finally he would deign to play it. And then she said, oh, that's wonderful. Then it's her discovery. It's um, great. But he, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't in any way an accident. It was absolutely calculated. <laughs> starting here, starting now, when we Malpy and Shire wrote a musical about computer dating called How Do You Do, I Love You. It was the first show to use um, pop music sounds as the natural vocabulary of a character. Up until that point, there would be the rock number, and they would go, you know, the, mm. the character would go to a club and they would do the rock number or something like that. Um, <laughs> and it seemed logical that the characters really could express themselves, this could just be their natural music, just as any show music was. So we had a number of songs, um, the most notable, I guess, being Just Across the River, which was the natural, you know, just the way the main character expressed herself. There's a big, wide, nuptial world just waiting for me.
I make this quick little hop. I can take my pick of the crop. Just as soon as I set up shop, I'm starting my spree. What a matrimonial rock. It's going. Maltby's much-praised review, Starting Here, Starting Now, was first tried out at the Manhattan Theatre Club, where it featured many of Maltby and Shire's favorite trunk songs. The one thing that came out of the show was that, since it had all been written in the past in a kind of sweeter period, there weren't any songs that had a kind of a satiric, contemporary edge to it. And so we thought when we moved it to a larger theatre and made it a longer show, that, that it needed those songs. And we added, I don't remember Christmas. We added, uh, I don't believe it. I don't remember Christmas. It was kind of a major event too, because that was the song that I f- think I found kind of personal vocabulary for ballad writing. The story that it has to tell is passionate as anything I can think of in any song. Um, but it doesn't owe itself to any other song that I know. It's a very distinctive time. song, and George Leandrus performs it very Stunningly, distinctively. Yeah. yeah, he was wonderful in it. I was standing in the bedroom when it suddenly came clear That at last I don't remember that at one time you were here All that stuff that used to haunt me like your robe behind the door For the first time I don't notice that they're not here anymore And I don't remember summer, I do not remember fall So it's possible December never happened after all Did we trim the tree together? I can't get the image through Cause I don't remember Christmas and I don't remember you Later on, to my astonishment, I did not feel a tug When I walked into the living room and saw that sheepskin rug All those pesky little echoes, they're all gone without a trace It was good to know I could grow unaccustomed to your face Cause I don't remember Easter or the rainy day we met Did we really have some good times? Come on, tell me, I forget you were springtime, it's all vanished in the blue Cause I don't remember Christmas and I don't remember you If she wants to leave you, well let her Says a practical voice in my head Any sensible man would forget her Forget her, forget her Bermuda is a blur And I'm not the type to waste time Over things that never were Were you really my obsession Till our ship of pleasure sank No, I guess I must have dreamt you Cause the whole year is a blank And I don't remember crying And I can't recall your touch Cause I'd never be so stupid As to open up so much Did I really say I need you? No, the words just don't ring true Cause I don't remember talking And I don't remember laughing And I don't remember wanting And I don't remember needing I do not remember April I do not remember Tuesday And I don't remember Christmas And I don't remember you 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I discovered, by the way, that starting here, starting now, is uh, <laughs> essentially they have almost always the same. They're all the same song in a curious way. They're always about cerebral people being defeated by their emotions. Defeated or... or made human by their emotions. Who do you think that could be about? <laughs> this is Anything Goes with Paul Lazarus. My guest today is lyricist and director Richard Maltby Jr. Ain't Misbehaving, the Fats Waller musical, was conceived and directed by Maltby in 1978. The show came out of a visit with his friend Murray Horwitz. When Murray called me down to listen to his Fats Waller collection, I went crazy because um, he was so witty. It wasn't the jokes, it wasn't the Fats Waller that everybody knew. What absolutely knocked me over was the piano music. He would play piano music and you could feel him playing with the audience all the time. He was teasing them and caressing them and saying, I'm going to give you this note, you like that? I'll give you that one, I'll give you another one. How about this? You want this? I'll give you this. Notice the little hand up here doing that while the boat. I mean, he wasn't saying these words, but that's what the music was doing. He was teasing you all the time. And I thought, well, why not? If a company of performers on the stage could play with the audience, tease the audience, the way that Waller did, you'd have something that belonged on stage. Mm. And that was the first sort of perception that uh, I had that actually held all the way through it. I like to tinkle on an old piano I like to play it in a subtle manner I get a lot of pleasure with a span of keys underneath my fingertips I love to sing a little tune that's mellow I love to vocalize it's nothing swallow I love to have a subtle melody just trickling off of my lips A handful of keys and a song to sing Now that's enough of that half my gas 
with a moving baseball story. Mm, well, I can never be lonely. I got me everything that I need. first day of rehearsal, I showed a lot of movies, every movie that had Fats Waller in it. And I told the cast to just um, look at these films. And I said, I didn't know what you would see in Waller. And they didn't have to tell me. But I said, find yourself in him and use that. Then mm -hmm. the second day, we started running through the songs, these great singers, the Waller persona, this great collection of songs, and I thought, something's going to explode here. Maltby and Shire's Baby, a musical about pregnancy and how it affects three couples' lives, had an unusual inspiration. It came from a page in Le Boyer's book about uh, um, childbirth without violence. And when he says, think of it all of its life, the baby has lived in a uh, completely perfect universe. He doesn't know that there's another one. Suddenly the walls shift and they begin to press in on him and he begins to move to go he doesn't know where, to some new place. All he knows is that he has to leave this safe place and journey into the unknown. And it seemed that that's the metaphor for all of the major changes in life. And that if we told stories that paralleled that, um, where in which our characters went through the same kind of emotional changes as they moved on, and of course a baby brings on those emotional changes in some cases. Certainly all relationships that I know of or have ever participated in um, went through a series of changes like that. Um, and you have to sort of leave some place that you're comfortable in and go on to some other place. And that's kind of the process of being alive. He'll maybe have my smile and your hair. Who can tell till the baby comes? He'll maybe have my style and your flair and play fabulous drums. Just think, inside me our genes have found their niche. They link, and I'll come one tap dancing kid with perfect pitch. What could be better than your own little clone who'll reproduce all your talents plus a hint of my own? Consider this kid'll be all one man band if we let Danny? Danny? I'm thinking. 
I'm picturing my lips and your eyes. For a boy, that's a perfect pair. I'm picturing my hips and your thighs. That is very unfair. No, no, I know no one can predict what bird we'll hatch. Whoa, 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 whoa. But we're such genetic gems that God can mix and match. What could be better than if our little spawn got all his brains from his dad and from his mom got his brawn? Oh, funny. Imagine what one tiny mix-up could net her. Get him. Your button nose and my bushy eyebrow. You for the lowbrow, me for the highbrow. Your brow and my brow, what could be better than that? Todd Graff and Liz Calloway singing What Could Be Better from the musical Baby, a show in which director-lyricist Richard Maltby Jr. incorporated a great deal of first-hand experience. Children unleash these enormous emotional responses. In a curious way, they're ones that you're not supposed to do much with. When we talked to women originally, uh, we found out that many times they had never shared these incredible feelings with their husbands sometimes not even with their friends. And yet they were the biggest, when we probed around, the biggest emotional events in their lives, in some cases. Uh, Hmm. That for a fleeting moment you have a glimpse of something absolutely extraordinary and it releases something in you that changes your life. And it seemed that those were something that no one has ever sung about and certainly they were worth singing about so this is the tale my mother told me that tale that was much too dull to hold me and this is the surge and the rush she said would show our story goes on Oh, I was young, I'd forgot that things outlive me. My goal was the kick that life would give me. And now, like a joke, something moves to let me know. Our story goes on, and all these things I feel. My mother's mother felt And hers before A chain of life begun Upon the shore of some Dark sea Has reached me And now I can see the chain My child is next in a line that has no ending, and here am I, full of life that her child will feel when I'm long gone, and thus it is. Babies do change your life, and they are hell, and it is awful, but it is also wonderful and is also effortless. 
It is also true that babies slip into your life and somehow kind of take over and you just somehow deal with it. One of the things about a baby is that it is um, the most ordinary thing, or about having a baby, it's the most ordinary thing in life. It happens every day. And it is one of our, the few moments when you touch the transcendent miracle. Liz Calloway singing The Story Goes On from Baby, part of the ongoing career of director-lyricist Richard Maltby Jr. You've been listening to lyricist-director Richard Maltby Jr. Sound mixing by David Rapkin, associate producer Jeff London. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.